Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Sunday afternoon, right before the Super Bowl started, Cass texted me her prediction <laughs> for who was going to win the Super Bowl. And we had talked about that last episode. You said if you decided who you thought was going to win, you would let me know. And you gave me your answer and you were <laughs> set on the Chiefs. I was. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing right now because it really was like down to the wire. I think I texted you like an hour before the game started. Mm-hmm. Like it was like right before I'm like, you know what? I think the Chiefs are going to win. And then I think it was like a few minutes into the first quarter and I wanted to text you and be like, never mind. I take that back. And I'm like, no, like I have to stick to my word. Like I'm not about to do that. <laughs> um, I'm a so- I'm not going to be a sore loser. Like that is what I said. Um, what the heck, Chrissy? That was a yeah, mess. A mess. So if you guys haven't already guessed or if you live under a rock and didn't watch Super Bowl, Tampa Bay Bucks won the Super Bowl. And I they can't believe I was right. Yeah, man. They they literally tore them apart. It was thirty one to nine. And Watching the game, you'd think it was like a hundred to seven, just by the way the game was going. And it's so funny because I remember we were talking about this. Honestly, the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, once we found out it was going to be the Chiefs and Bucks the past two weeks, we were saying how like it's going to be such a good ma- matchup, like it's going to be entertaining, like these two teams are going to put on a good game, a good like performance. And then even my mom, she was like, "At least it's two good teams, like it'll be an entertaining Super Bowl." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then what happened? Like, it was literally the opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, I will say I was entertained, but I completely agree. Um, I had a friend do a poll on his Instagram story, you know, asking a few questions about what they expected for the Super Bowl. And one of the questions was, do you think this is going to be a high scoring game? I said no, not because I thought it would end up like this, but I just didn't think it was going to be, you know, just back and forth touchdowns. But I'm very shocked at, the Chiefs not scoring at least one touchdown. Like, that is horrible. Yeah, like, it was entertaining in the fact that, like, like we got to watch Tom Brady. Like, he's the greatest of all time. Like, we were able to see that. But it wasn't, like, the kind of game where, honestly, I thought it was going to be going, like, back and forth between scores or, you know, like, oh, they're up by three weight. The Chiefs got a touchdown now. They're down by four. Like, you know, I thought it was going to go, like, back-to-back a lot or a close game. Mm -hmm. But this was, like, not that at all. Like, it was entertaining in the sense that, like, what the heck are we watching? Like, this is not the Chiefs. Yeah. But it wasn't entertaining in the fact of, like, ooh, like, this is a good game. Like, who's going to win? All that. Once Gronk caught the second touchdown, I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's so funny. I love the Gronk. Um, the Gronk. I love Gronk. <laughs> I do that with everything. Um, but honestly, for me, like I didn't think it was over until like the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think Patrick Mahomes in the second half he was like throwing interceptions, but I didn't think it was over because like the Chiefs are our second half team. You know, like even if the Chiefs are down going into halftime, like. They're never really out. That's just how the Chiefs are. Like, if they're down, you can't count them out. So, for me, going into halftime, I'm like, oh, no, like, they still have a chance. Like, the game's not really over yet. Like, it's not looking good for them, but, like, they're not going to get blown out. Like, they're going to score kind of thing. And then 
the second half, they didn't even pick up the pace. Like, it was so bad. Like, usually the Chiefs will go into halftime down and they'll come out and play, but, like, nothing changed. They were getting really sloppy, and I, I, to me, it looked like they were visibly losing momentum. And yeah, and like Patrick looked kind of like defeated, but he was still giving his best. Like he looked defeated for Patrick Mahomes, if that makes sense. Yeah, like he was still giving his best, but like the whole team, like it looked like their like batteries were just running low, and like nothing about it was good. Like there wasn't even a little moment in like the second half where I was like, oh no, like they might make a comeback. Like. It was just all bad. Yeah, their offensive line was um, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. And none of the other players did anything either, though. Yeah. Like, l- literally no one did anything. At all. As a like, collective, they all performed poorly. And I've never seen the Chiefs perform that way. And since, like, the Patrick Mahomes era, I've never seen them have such a terrible game. Never. And it's so funny because to me, like I was saying, like the Chiefs are that team where like you can never count them out. Tom Brady never count him out. Like I learned I'll never bet against Tom Brady. But the Chiefs are the team where like you just can never count them out. Like even if they're down in a game, you're like, no, they're going to come back. Like the Chiefs were kind of like a scary team the past couple of years. Like they seemed invincible. Mm-hmm. And then like after this game, it kind of brought it back down to earth. Like this team is beatable. Like they're not perfect. Like, I not that I thought they were perfect, but you know what I mean? Like, there's the, that team where you just get that feeling where, like, no one can beat them. Yeah. This was the first time that they really looked beatable. And I think that's what the point that I was trying to get at, like, these past few weeks, like, when I would talk to people who were like, oh, no, Kansas City's going to win. I'm like, there's definitely a great chance that they will. But let's not, you know, underestimate playing smarter against playing harder because it's like yes they're stacked with weapons but so is Tampa Bay and they also have more experienced players like Tom Brady and I I think they just they played smarter and they played harder yeah no I definitely agree but like at least from now in the future like the past couple seasons I was just like no like the Chiefs are going the Chiefs are going but now it's like they definitely, they looked super beatable at the Super Bowl. And then it was just a mess. And, I mean, obviously, like, I'm not happy when they lose. But, like, at the same time, I'm happy in the fact that, like, I wanted their fans and, like, everyone around them to be humbled. Because Chiefs fans, Chiefs supporters, just everyone surrounding them kind of got cocky the past couple seasons with their, like, you know, as they got better. So I'm kind of glad because I feel like it maybe it'll humble some of them. I agree. And it's cool yeah. to have confidence in your team, but, like, I mean, it, I don't know. Cockiness is cool and all sometimes, like, but like it is nice sublime, to be humbled. Yeah, there's, like, a sublime between confidence and cockiness. Like, me, every every season I tweet the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that's really confident of you, Cass. But, like, <laughs> like that's, like, confidence. But, like, they're just, like, they're, like, we're so cocky to the point where, like, they were sore losers. A lot of them were trying to focus a lot on the calls that were being made by the refs during the game. But I'm like, calls or not, they were playing horribly. It was embarrassing to witness. Like, they still would have lost. Oh, yeah. Whether or not the refs called those 
flags that the holding there was a couple holding penalties people were complaining about like they still would have lost they couldn't do anything they couldn't move the ball they literally could not do anything like it doesn't matter penalties or not there was not it's not like it was a close game and like for example like the big pass interference call on the saints that they didn't call mm-hmm. like that could have like affected the game like yeah. there was nothing like that like it was not a game like that you know what i mean and i feel like there some of them some of them are being like sore losers in a way and like you really can't do that like you have to give like respect where it's due and credit where it's due like look at me like you know tom brady's kind of changing my mind like i used to hate on tom brady the person not the player but like now i kind of like tom brady like he showed a side of himself that i like and i just feel like the chiefs needed to be humbled a bit yeah like the score was 21 to 6 by halftime like come on like what what calls were like you know and there were no calls by like there wasn't a crazy call by the end zone or like a touchdown taken back or anything crazy like that. Right. That's why I'm just like, none of the, and even if one penalty could have affected a play, like y'all lost by like how many scores? That is like 31 to nine. Like, I can't believe that. Like what? Like, it's just craziness. Like they could have gotten three touchdowns and, they would have needed two-point conversions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was just... They weren't playing good. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there was no way they were going to win, if refs or not. So, yeah. Just the Chiefs were needed to be humbled. So, I'm kind of glad that happened because now it's clear, like, they're not, like, invincible. But now I'm scared because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, it's going to be the Patriots all over again. Oh, they're... They're going back. I believe it. Um, Bruce Arians said, we're going for two. We're going for two. And we ain't stopping. We're going to keep this band together and they know how to win. And I believe them. No, yeah, because everyone was saying how people were saying how like Bruce Arians might retire if he wins. I don't think so. Yeah, no. And then he came out. That's why like everyone was like, oh, he might retire from the Super Bowl. That's why he came out and he was like, no, we're going for two. Like he made it clear, like, I'm not retiring. And I'm like, oh, like it's going to be like the Patriots 2.0 all over again. Like Tom Brady is just so damn good. The videos of him throwing the trophy from boat to boat across the river. He had to be walked out of the celebration because he was so drunk. Like yeah, he was drunk tweeting. Yes, yes, yes. He was drunk tweeting. He had to be helped out because he was so drunk. He couldn't walk straight like seeing Tom Brady as like a regular person, not like so tight how he was in new england makes me like him like he's likable he's more personable now yes exactly like i used to be a hater because i used to like not like him you know yeah like it was never against him the player but i just didn't like him i don't know he had like just something about him but after i see all these videos coming out i'm like wow i kind of do like him like yeah like you said he's more personable a little more laid back it seems like maybe more relaxed yeah like more relaxed more laid back not so like uptight you know what i mean like seeing him have fun like throwing the trophy like getting drunk i don't know not not he's not so disciplined but not in like a football way and like a personality way i think it's i mean i could be um making this up in my head but (laughs) I, i think maybe um bruce arian's influence plays a role in that he seems like a very um in touch coach like his players happiness is a priority yeah i agree because then if you look at like bill belichick nothing against him man he's a great coach but like he's terrifying and he doesn't smile right like 
he's so like stern and like Bruce Arians like it's kind of like night and day between the two coaches just like how they are like Bruce Arians is so personable you mm-hmm. know and like Bill Belichick wasn't that like I love him because he just makes me laugh <laughs> right, like, he's funny to to watch yes he's funny to watch but like he's terrifying like if I ever had to interview him I would my heart would be racing you know what I mean man it's like he gives the most like he's intimidating answers like imagine having to write up an interview after talking to him it just seems like such a challenge I mean I'd be up for it if I was faced with that challenge but it would definitely be hard it would be so intimidating you'd have to be a mind reader you'd have to like ask like a hundred questions to get two sentences but yeah honestly it definitely is just like the whole dynamic yeah I think the culture in Tampa Bay New England is also completely different I think so too. But either way, I ended up being very happy with the outcome and those videos of him celebrating. Yeah, they were I'm just like, wow. Fun to watch. While we're on the topic of praising coaches like Bruce Arians, let's shout out Coach Todd Bowles because the Bucks defense, if we're being real, I mean, outside of, you know, Tom being Tom and, you know, Gronk being Gronk, whatever, the Bucks defense won them that championship. Oh, yep, 1,000%. Todd Bowles' defense took down Kansas City. Had them in shambles. And I'm so glad, like, they're getting credit, like, Todd Bowles, because, like, when I went on Twitter, like, after the game and just during the game, like, everyone was talking about, like, oh, Todd Bowles' defense, Todd Bowles' defense. I was like, yay. Right, it's really nice. And you know what else? Because we, we talked about their staff last episode, and I also like with Tampa Bay – getting so much visibility right now and shining a light on how important your staff is. It's, it's giving more publicity to, you know, the names behind all the work that's put into building a strong team like Tampa Bay. And I like that these coaches are getting the credibility they deserve, the visibility they deserve. And I like that it's so diverse. These other teams need to step up their game. Get like Bruce, build a team like Bruce. Yep. And also, oh my gosh, it's funny you said that because I actually, I got in a fight on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like a grown woman. Like I need to find something better to do in my time. <laughs> but <laughs> because, so it was a TikTok about how diverse the Kansas City coaching staff was, um, Kansas City, Tampa Bay coaching staff was. And they were showing like all the different coaches they had, mm-hmm. like all the black coaches, all the women coaches. And I liked the TikTok, and obviously, like, I was reading the comments, and some ignorant person comments, they were like, uh, what are you going to say about all the other Super Bowl winning teams that didn't have a diverse coaching staff? Like, the teams previously, like, in the history of the NFL, I was like, that's not the point. The, the We're not saying that, like, you need a diverse coaching staff to win a Super Bowl. Like, that's not the point. No one's saying that these white coaching staffs can't win a Super Bowl. What we're saying is that diversifying your coaching staff is not going to harm you. That's what people think. Like people are scared to have other coaching staffs. And that's like, that's true. They don't want diverse coaching staffs because this is the right way. That's what they think. Having diversity matters because representation matters. You need people. First of all, the NFL is what? 80% black. Yes. It would be nice if they can take, you know, mentorship and leadership from men that look like them men that understand them I'm not saying that Bruce Arians can't understand I mean 
This is a horrible example. I'm not saying that Bruce Arians can't understand Antonio Brown, even though he probably can't. But a Todd Bowles could probably, you know, talk to an Antonio Brown more than a Bruce Arians. And that's that's me um, stereotyping because Todd Bowles is black. And But I'm just saying, like, you can relate more to people who experience the same things that you do. And no. again, I'm not saying that Todd Bowles and Antonio Brown walk the same walk. But having someone that looks like you in the same room will make a difference. And I'm speaking from experience. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's what I'm saying. Like the TikTok was just like celebrating like the diverse coaching staff. And then someone's going to come and comment and be like, okay, but how about all the other teams before that? No one is saying that like you need this to win. But the point is you can diversify coaching staffs and you can still win. Like that was just the whole point of it. Like, it helps. Diversifying coaching staffs helps. And then this person is going to come and comment and be like, how about all the other winners? Like, the points literally fly over these people's head. Yeah, the so point we were is- worried about that before we started talking about the diverse staff. Like, shut like, up. No one's, no one's saying that those coaching teams, like, obviously they were good coaching staffs if they won a Super Bowl. No one's saying that. The point is, is that if teams start diversifying their coaching, it's not going to infect them. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, no, they won't win a Super Bowl. Like, you can win a Super Bowl with a diverse staff. Like, it helps. and Because like, it shows that there are other people qualified for these roles exactly. outside of white like, men. Exactly. Like, you can have a woman. You can have a black coach. And it's not going to – That's You can have point. an old man. You can have an 82-year-old. I don't know why people don't have more old people on staff. They're so experienced. They're so wise. Nine times out of ten. Why exactly. not have them in there? The point was not that these other coaching – Like, the previous coaching staff, the Super Bowl winning teams, like – like aren't good and I'm like the person commenting this I I was like going back and forth with them because I was getting annoyed I was like the point is literally flying over these people's head the point is that you can have a woman up there you can have a black person you can have a person of color it doesn't matter like you can still win the Super Bowl with that like diversifying the your coaching staff helps and like the point just flies over their head like why would you even say that like no one even mentioned the previous they don't want to get the point they're they're very um like they're ignorant determined not to get the point like they're ignorant like who who the hell said that the past coaching staffs weren't good like no one in their mind ever said that like like oh my gosh like i was so annoyed i saw that and i just went off i I argue with people who already have their minds made up it's like if you want to be ignorant by choice that is your prerogative like i was just like i tried to explain and then like eventually i just stopped answering but like like good Gracious, what does that say? Not good gracious. What is it? Good grief? Yes, yes. That's <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, I couldn't. I was getting so flustered. And you can tell I started talking faster as I was talking about it. Because, like, I just talk fast when things, like, annoy me or get me riled up. Or, like, if it's something I'm, like, passionate about. And that got me so mad. Like, like where do people come up with these things? Like, like it was really, like... Like they the just, point they, was like they want to be mad. They enjoy being upset. No, literally, like what they were saying, like it literally just made no sense. Like, and then you can flat out explain it to them, and they still won't get it. So I just gave up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to watch Tampa Bay in the next coming seasons. But also, like watching this, like all the celebrations and stuff, I was like. I want to experience this with my team. Like, I genuinely can't, like, I can't even picture the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Like, honestly, I told my mom, like, I would cry if they win, if they lose. Like, no matter what happens, like, I would be crying throughout the whole entire thing. 
And I just want to be able to experience that. I don't know when that's going to happen because I feel like there's a big chance that Kansas City and Bucks are going to be right back in the Super Bowl next year. I know. It's so frustrating. I kind of like, like it. You like it? I'm not mad at it. No, that's what I said, though, about, like, it's going to be the Patriots all over again. Like, the Patriots were kept going to the Super Bowl. Like, it was getting boring. Like, I'm sorry. Seeing the same team over and over again in the Super Bowl, like, it. that's why, like, the Patriots annoyed me so much. Like, I don't know. I just want to experience one of my teams in a championship for once. Because if I'm Patrick Mahomes, right now, I am motivated. First of all, he just had surgery on Wednesday. He underwent foot surgery. It was successful. He's expected to be ready for Chiefs camp. It was to repair a torn plantar plate in his toe, otherwise known as turf toe. And he was dealing with it throughout most of the postseason. It didn't affect, like, his performance, like, you know, in a huge way or anything. But it was something that he was dealing with. Um, So, you know, he's in recovery mode. He's going to be ready for Chiefs camp. If I'm Patrick Mahomes... I'm trying to get back to the Super Bowl, and I want Tom to be back too so I can beat you. And if they make it back to the Super Bowl, both these teams, Kansas City's winning. Yeah, you see, I'm not saying that because I'm Tom Brady's going to haunt me. Like, I'm never counting him out. I honestly Tom feel Brady. like there's no way. If you guys make it to three consecutive Super Bowls, and you already lost the second one, if you lose the third one, to Tom. That that would be his last... Well, I don't know. I don't know when Tom's going to retire. But he is getting older. And it's like, any, every time he comes back, you that could be his last. We never know when he's going to leave. So you really have to give it your all. Not that they never do. But, okay, I won't say that Kansas City would win the Super Bowl. But I definitely think it would be a lot different than what happened on Sunday. Honestly, if I was the Chiefs, I would be scarred. But I also think that the Buffalo Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl in a couple years. Maybe next year. I've been saying this for the past few years. I'm Honestly, I think the Buffalo Bills are definitely going to make a Super Bowl sometime soon. So I don't know if we'll continue to keep seeing the Chiefs. I mean, they're definitely going to make it a couple more times. Like with this team, like more than a couple more times. But I feel like the Buccaneers have a better chance of returning next year than the Chiefs do. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, like, even with the Patriots, they didn't always go consecutive years. So I agree. It may not be, like, back-to-back, but they're going to make a few more appearances. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think they're going to see each other again before Tom Brady retires. Yeah. Okay, if he's 43, I'll give him until... 45 maybe like two three more seasons i was gonna say 46 okay i'd give him like three more seasons yeah before he's like and that may not even be because of health he might just be like i'm over it yeah he's over it he's already like no one is ever gonna win as many super bowls as this man has no one is ever gonna go to as many super bowls as he has right now i think he's just playing to play yeah (laughs) and and just winning super bowls just because yeah like he certified his status of like the greatest like you know what i mean now he's just playing just because and honestly i give him three more seasons unless he gets hurt which i hope doesn't happen but other than that like if he doesn't then yeah he'll have like three more seasons yeah three good seasons at that oh yeah like oh he's just so good it's annoying yeah also it's kind of sidebar I didn't realize that Gronk was so young. 
in my head, he was like 38. But he's only 31. Yeah, no, he's so young. He only retired because, like, he said he was getting so many concussions. That's why he made that CBD. Like, he got into that business when he retired. He was getting so many concussions that he was like, I can't. But he came back. Yeah, that's crazy. I, just, I, I would probably retire, too. Like, I'm only 31, and I'm getting beat up like this. Like, this is not okay. And Gronk's yeah, a big guy. He, exactly. And in his mind, like, he already won the Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Like, when you're a football player, literally, that's your goal. You know what I mean? Just be on one of the greatest teams. And Tom Brady and Gronk did that for years and years. So, in his mind, he kept getting injured. But, you know, I guess when Tom Brady calls, you pick up the phone and come back out of retirement. Yeah. And it paid off. Oh, yeah. I loved seeing him score, too. Two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Well, did he have more than two? I know he definitely had two. He had two. I think it was just yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. And then I remember um, Antonio Brown got one, too. Yeah. Oh, Antonio yeah, Brown, man. He has a he Super Bowl me. ring. <laughs> Literally, I was talking about that with my dad. I was like, can you believe Antonio Brown has a ring? Like, ugh. But I love Gronk, so, like, I was so happy for him. Yeah. I just think, like, with AB's story going from the Steelers, then he was the Raiders, then he was on the Patriots. This man was in a Patriots uniform, and that didn't work out. And he ended up on the Bucks, and winning a Super Bowl. Crazy. Like what? Anything like, is possible. And he lives in Florida. Like Antonio Brown was like even when he was with the Steelers, like he had his home in Florida. Like, not that that matters, but, like, that's kind of lucky. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, if I was an athlete and I got to play, you know, for a team in my state, like. Anything is possible, man. Literally. Like, if you would have told me Antonio Brown would win a Super Bowl, like, this time last year, I would have laughed in your face. (laughs) Same. Like, what? And if you would have told me that a streaker was going (laughs) to run on the field at this year's Super Bowl, I wouldn't have believed you either. So, I was actually flat ironing my hair when the streaker came on the field. So I didn't see him live, but I was on the phone with somebody and they were like, there's a streaker on the field. And I was like, what? And turns out his name is Yuri Andrade. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. And he was arrested for misdemeanor trespassing, but let go on $500 bond. And I'll get this. So he bet $50,000 with Bovada that someone unauthorized, obviously, would get on the field during the game. But because the betting limit is $1,000 with Bovada, he had asked some friends to get in on it. And the payout would have been $350,000 for all of them. And I guess they would have just divided it. But they're not getting any of that money because it was like, I don't know if if this is considered a scam. I don't want to call it a scam. But I mean... They're not getting any money. They did an investigation and decided to void all of the streaker bets. So it was all for nothing. Wow. I was going to say, because I had seen that on, um, like, an Instagram account has shared that, like, the streaker won 374000 um on his own bet or something. Mm-hmm. But then in my head, this was, like, before, like, we found out that, like, he won't be getting the money. Like, in my head, I kind of knew that, like, he wouldn't get the money because, like, that's not allowed. Like, that's, like, like... I don't know if the word, like you said, I don't know if it's scamming, but there's a word for it. Like, it's like, 
Is um, it like collusion? Right, right, right. I was, I was thinking know, of the like, too. It's like, um, it's like colluding in your own bed. Like that's illegal. Like you can't do that. Right. Like why not just get somebody else to do it? Yeah, that's what he should have done. But that was insane. Also, I would be so terrified to run on the field during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and then, I don't know what they could have done to you. Yes, I would never. And then is he banned from the stadium? Probably. That's Probably, what always yeah. happens to them. They're, like, banned for, like, a certain amount of years. And how did he get down there? Yeah, because you have to, like, jump in a football stadium. Like, it's not like you can just walk onto the field. He must be familiar with that stadium. I don't know if he's a native of Tampa Bay, but for you to be that sure about yourself that you're going to make it on the field, like, how did you get down there? And I feel like basketball courts are, like, easier to, like, you can just run onto it, you know? There's a lot of, like, gates, though. Yeah, there are a lot of gates, but it's just, but no, but remember when we went to the Barkley Center? Yeah. How close we were, and we literally could have walked on. Like, there weren't that many gates. There were, like, a guard, a couple guards. They were kind of husky, though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they were for us, but, like, if you're, like, committing to just running full force. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Can you imagine? Oh man, you'd have to be really committed. Big Chrissy, just make sure you're recording me. Right? Like, please get this on film because if I do all this and there's no proof. Oh my God, I would be so scared. I could never, ever, ever. That really sucks. I'm sure he had a lot of plans for that money. Yeah, you know, it does suck because if that was me, I would have been so mad, but I also would have been smarter. Yeah. Like, I know that's not allowed. You know what I mean? Like, I know you can't bet on your own thing. Like, it's like athletes can't do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good comparison. Like, if an athlete bets on his game, like, that's really bad. That's why I'm just like, uh, this guy's stupid. Like, they should have kept it low-key or, like, used, like, made up a name. Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't cold. Can you imagine if they had to do it, like, in Kansas City? Because I think it's cold there right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's, like, snowing, freezing. And he wasn't properly dressed. So imagine being <laughs> out there in the cold. You're streaking out there, and you don't get the money you were expecting. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? He should have played it a little smarter. I, y'all, I was just about to say that, like, he was playing harder instead of playing smarter. Yes, he was. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is not something you do lightly. Like, one, it's 374, whatever it was, bet. Two, you're running on the field at the Super Bowl. Like, you should have had a game plan. Like, a real game plan, you know? Right. This was kind of sloppy. Yeah, it was very sloppy planning. Anyone, if y'all ever want to run on the field, make sure you contact me and Chrissy. We can plan it better for you. (laughs) Because we seem to think we know what we're talking about here. Right. I'm like, yeah, he should have. The execution was poor the whole time. I, I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Because first of all, I'm not running on anybody's field streaking for any amount of money. I mean, let me not say that because I don't I'm not streaking for any amount of money, but I'd probably run on a field for six figures. I would do it for, I would do it for a check. Yeah, for six figures, I'll run on a field, but I have to be properly dressed. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. But I would totally, I would, I would run on a field for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, depending, I don't want to get banned, but, like. Yeah, like, I'd want it to be a part of, like, a contest put together by the team. Because <laughs> I don't want to get actually, arrested. 
it's actually funny because like you won't get time but a kid i know one of my friends from like elementary middle school he ran on the field during a soccer game at yankee stadium oh no yeah they arrested him uh you get bailed out like you know unless it's a friday then you can be screwed like you're stuck in there on monday so make sure it's a weekday guys um <laughs> but, like you just get bailed out and then like they take your picture and i think he was banned from yankee stadium for like five years or something like that see and who has time for that what if i want to go to another yankees game exactly that's why i like pick a random stadium and do it yeah like in a city that i don't like let me think. yeah like go and visit somewhere and then do it yeah <laughs> why are we planning this <laughs> Okay. If someone wants to offer me a hundred thousand dollars to run on the field, I would run on the court at a Knicks game. Ban me from MSG. Yo, I, would, I don't care the ugly arena. I would do laps around Wells Fargo Center for a hundred k. At the same time, the same time as a Knicks and Seventy Sixers game. Honestly, we'll be Facetime. I'll be like, ready, go. Let's <laughs> see. So you know, I'm on Bleacher Report. Yes, literally. Literally, I would just run around with, like, my Instagram handle on a poster. Yeah, like, you get it printed on a t-shirt. Like, follow me. <laughs> you would literally get free promo. And, you know, you would hit, like, 100K. And, honestly, that's putting more money in your pocket because sponsorships. You see, Wait, we're thinking big. Stop. We can, we can promo the podcast, Chrissy. See, thinking big. A sports podcast at a sports game. Wait. And, okay, so... You do it at a 76 game. I do it at a Knicks game at the same time with the same exact t-shirt with our handle of our podcast. Different audience. We're bringing in more viewership. And that would create s- such news because, like, we both planned it and we both have the same shirt. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Look at us. Wow. I'm okay. Not- is this, like, premeditating disruption at a sports game? I think we're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're convicting ourselves here. <laughs> But honestly, we would end up having like 100K, no joke. We would, yeah. Wow. Don't do this at home, folks. Right. Don't, don't, don't do this. Don't listen to us. Don't be like that speaker. You'll just end up as a joke with no money. A broke joke. <laughs> a broke joke, literally. Not enough money to bail yourself out. But uh, Chrissy, me and you will be talking later privately. All right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll convene <laughs> later. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 23 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you're subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast. Thank you for listening.